You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMSCast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest, Kim Merritt. She's built websites. She's an expert in online marketing. She has worked with e-learning development and also makes incredible videos with animation. You can find her at the URL doctor. That's T-H-E-U-R-L-D-R.com. Welcome to the show, Kim. Thank you. It's awesome to have you. Um, you have a broad array of experience uh, that is really relevant to course creators. I want to start by getting into creating uh, effective animated videos. Like, how do you do that? Like, what's what's the process to make a lesson concept and turn it into an animated video? And why should people even think about doing that? Well, so I got started with the animation about four to five years ago, and I was creating my own series of online courses for my own clients to teach them how to do their own online marketing and how to do certain things with WordPress and with the particular uh, WordPress theme that I use. So I created, I mean, I think my catalog is like 450 videos, but mm. unless you're doing a, a recorded screen of actually walking somebody through it, or unless you have a product that you can, you know, pick up and hold and touch, you've got to come up with visuals. Well, what do you do for that? Live face-to-face stuff is fine, but who wants to stare at somebody's face for, you know, 15, 20 minutes? I mean, that gets really boring. So I started using, at that point, it was GoAnimate, um, which is an online uh, animation program that is very easy to use and is kind of really made for anybody. You don't have to you know, have any special training in animation. Started using that to come up with visuals for my own uh, set of e-learning classes for my clients. And of course, my clients started seeing what I was doing and said, hey, can you do that for us? And it kind of went just kind of snowballed from there. I mean, I started doing commercials and um, all different types of things for social media. And then, of course, the bulk of it is for e-learning because the animation really lends itself. That particular system, which is now Vyond, V-Y-O-N-D.com, that system has thousands of props and hundreds of characters and you can create your own characters and there's hundreds of scenes that you can really visualize just about anything and lends itself very well to whatever the client is. I mean, I've done stuff for the banking and finance industry. I've done it for healthcare. I've done it for uh, retail, all different types of things. And it just really kind of gives a visual that your learner, whether it's, um, you know, a client that you're trying to pick up, whether it's an employee that you're trying, trying to train in something or even a customer, it holds their attention and really um, has great ability to let somebody interact with what you're trying to teach them very easily and inexpensively. That is awesome. Yeah, I think it's important to think beyond the talking head or the screen share. Like, there's this whole uh, other world of animation. Yeah, I mean, the, I 
when I look at somebody who's done just a recorded PowerPoint, and I mean, yeah, love PowerPoint, but oh my God, you know, I think the thing that people forget is, you know, you cannot have the same static image be on the screen for three and four and five minutes, not if you want to hold the viewer's attention. And you can't use, you know, one screen that's got, basically you're just reading it, forget it, that doesn't work, or all this text and content it, it, that just is not going to keep somebody's attention. Where animation, it moves and you can change it frequently and you can have, I mean, yes, there's certain animated points to PowerPoint, but animation itself is a completely different ball game and it's just so much more engaging and entertaining to watch and the people who are watching will retain it better when they're interested in what's going on on the screen that's an excellent point um at lift lms we have all different types of course creators there's people who are creating courses from their expertise to sell for money there are like schools who are doing blended learning university professors are using it um, and corporations are using it to train their people. And when I see a lot of the internal training, as it's called, LMSs, I think they're a really prime candidate for animation. Like I've seen some of yours where like if you're doing basic employee onboarding or say eight kind of HR videos or um, continuing education requirements or, you know, beginning in this role, this is how you do this job, whatever it is. Animation's great to like set the scene and like show all these good examples and bad examples. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I've got a client right now that I am he's he is an expert in sexual harassment training for companies. And there are certain states now that are requiring by law that their employees go through some kind of training uh, for sexual harassment and bullying. So I'm doing a course for him. And what we're doing in his course, and I'm I'm starting to do more and more of this, is that you know he's giving me um, a whole series of video that's been shot of him actually giving the course, so I can see his face and he's talking to the to the uh, to the learner. But we're splicing in and out animation, so you're not seeing just his face for. 15, you know, for eight minutes or for 15 minutes or however long, we're cutting in and out. So he's talking about something and then we cut to an animation scene and it actually shows what he's talking about. And then we cut back to him and then we cut back to the animation. And I'm finding that that really works well, particularly for a course creator who's trying to brand themselves. They want their face in the videos and their face should be in the video because they want that connection to the audience. But we don't, how, whatever, whoever they are, whatever they look like, how great looking they are, we do not want to look at their face for half an hour or an hour and they don't move and they just sit and they speak to us. Forget it. You're going to lose people after about three minutes. But when you're doing something like using animation with it, that opens up just a whole other opportunity to really make it engaging for somebody and they want to pay attention. I mean, he's teaching the kind of stuff that, you know, employees are like, Oh man, do I have to really watch this? And come on, I don't want to watch. So we've tried to make it as entertaining as we can, you know, with what some of these subjects are like, you know, how do you make bank finance entertaining? Well, you know, we do our best, but that's just another way to kind of um, keep the attention of who's watching it. 
Yeah, edutainment. I love it. I because some trainings are just uh, there's a difference between (laughs) intrinsic motivation, like I really want to learn this new skill and I'm excited, versus extrinsic. I have to take this. Exactly. So exactly. Why not make it exciting? (laughs) Well, and the LMS systems, the bigger ones that are out there now. I did a a research project for a Fortune 500 client actually at the end of the year that they wanted to say, they wanted to know, you know, what are the, what are the big things and, you know, what are the, all these LMS systems offering? And the bigger ones now have gamification that, you know, there's, there's different things that they're pulling into it that make it more entertaining and engaging. They've got all kinds of um, social aspects and forums where, you know, you can have a group of people be in a class virtually and they can actually communicate back and forth with each other and share their screens and talk just like you were in a classroom. So there's all kinds of possibilities that the LMS systems themselves are offering. And then you add to that all the different things that are becoming possible with the video themselves. And there's my God, there's, there's virtual reality that you can get into and there's, you know, all those kinds of crazy stuff. But that just takes this whole industry to just a whole nother place um, and really makes it very exciting. Yeah. And if you want to see an example um, of Kim's work, go to the URL doctor.com. And there was a, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. There's like a, a bathroom video for the workplace. So we did a, I did a series of videos for an LGBTQ program that ADP has. And it's all, you know, learning the, the proper way to interact, things to say, things not to say. And that particular video is uh, for bathrooms. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, again, they can be touchy subjects. And you're, you're trying to teach somebody who may be uncomfortable with this subject kind of what it's all about and why it's important. And I love that video. It turned out so cute. Yeah. And they, they liked it very much as well. But we did a whole series of those. And that is, you can see it on, on our website. But it just kind of sh- proves the point of how far you can go with animation as far as picturing just about anything. So go to the URL doctor and check that out. I've got another question for you about uh, a different kind of course creator. Some course creators start without much of a teaching background or even a technology background, but they're experts in a given field. I imagine in order to create an effective animation video, you kind of have to storyboard it out and like think about characters to put in there. How do you do that? Like how do you take knowledge and turn it into a story or interaction? So how I do it, um, and, and it really does start with storyboarding. So I usually have clients that will throw a script or a book or a PDF at me and just say, you know, figure it out. Make it happen. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. Just make it, make it awesome. Make it wonderful. And what I do is um, I actually use a, a program called Notability. And I go through and actually, I mean, and you can print it out and do this with a highlighter, but Notability just, just has this great highlighting feature. And I will go through and I will read the script and I will break it up into scenes. And I've been doing it long enough now that I can pretty much gauge by the words on the page and number of paragraphs about the time frame 
that each of the the sections are because I I charge my animation by um, finished minutes and then the number of scene changes per minute. So obviously, if there's two scene changes per minute, it's much cheaper than if there are seven or ten scene changes per minute. Um, and we usually don't get into to like eight or nine or ten scene changes unless there's a conversation back and forth between characters. But, you know, I've arranged with the client ahead of time, you know, what's your budget? And are we, you know, two or three scenes or are we seven or eight scenes? And I keep that in mind as I'm going through the script. I break it up into, you know, uh, what scenes, how many scenes I've got, um, break it up into the videos, and we try to keep them short. You know, the the thing now is we're not looking to make half-hour videos, hour videos. We're looking to make five-minute videos or six-minute videos, seven, eight minutes tops. You want it in short bite, little chunks that somebody can can easily watch and consume as it fits in their lifestyle and that they can watch on the go. So after I've divided it all up, then I go into the system and I start actually building the scenes. Um, then I'll do the voiceover recording because I have a studio in-house to do that. And I pull the, after I've edited the, the audio, pull that into the system and then stretch the scenes to fit the video. And that Beyond system has the ability to have the characters' mouths match what it is that you're saying, which allows you to have conversations or to have a character that actually is like an instructor and talks to uh, the screen and talks to the learner as they go through it. And then at that point, they're ready to download and use in whatever system somebody wants them to. Wow, that is quite a process. That's awesome. What about that person who doesn't come with a script? Like, how do you create an effective script? Or is that not your... No, no, I don't... You you have have to have the script. Yeah, I don't have anybody that shows up without a script. Now, if they want to pay me to write a script, I'll do that. But I would say 95% of the clients I get, they've got the script or at least the beginning of a script. I might add takeaway or say, hey, I can't show this, but I can show this instead but everybody's coming with some kind of a script. Um, cool. Yeah. We've, we've got some technology geeks here. When you say uh, sound, like what do you do to make a nice voiceover? Like what kind of gear is involved or like how do you record the voiceover? So how I do mine, I have a, a makeshift recording studio uh, in the back yeah. and I've got a Rode uh, NT1A mic and that I record with, um, uh, Camtasia, um, pull it into Camtasia and then I actually do the editing for it in, um, Audible, Audacity, Audacity, Audacity. um, pull it out of Audacity as an MP3 and then use it from there. Awesome. Very cool. I just got to make sure I ask because people in the course creation community, they're always getting sidetracked by the gear. So I'm going to make sure what, uh, what that's my, that's my gear. That's all of it. And the, uh, the animation suite is called beyond. Um, Yes. What do you like about it? How long have you been working with it? Almost five years. Wow. Um, and again, it it used to be go animate and they changed their name last year. I'm not sure why I actually like go animate better, but you know, whatever. Um, you know, it's, it's um, affordably priced. 
it's about $85 a month, I believe, for um, the level that you need doesn't have their watermarks and their branding all over it. Um, there's no long-term commitment. You can use it a month at a time. The only thing that that I find to be, and I understand why they do it, because the whole point of their business is to sell subscriptions. But for example, when I take on a client that I'm doing Beyond work for, I get that client to get their own Beyond account. Because if I make the videos in my account, they charge a $90 plus fee licensing transfer fee per video for me to change the licensing from me to the client. And if you're making five or 10, or in some cases, 100 or 200 videos, you don't want to have to charge $90 a video to transfer the, the license. So I have the client get their own account for 85 bucks a month that completely eliminates any licensing issues they own and it's in their account. And I do the work in their account for them. Oh, that's cool. And so um, if they're if they're just getting started, um, what are some tips? If somebody's going to do it themselves, like as you were learning beyond, what what did you? What are some tips and tricks on getting into the software? Well, I, I mean, they've got as any of the SaaS based softwares do. They've got you know the training videos, and you can get online. And I personally like they. I like the legacy model. Better. There's two different um, studios, so to speak, that you can make the videos in. I like the old one. I've, I, I'm just, just me. It's a comfort thing because I'm used to that, and it's got some features that I really like to use. But you know, it's just getting in there and using it. Every piece of software has a learning curve to some degree. And what I find the trick with that particular piece of software is is to and where the benefit for me is in working with my customers is I've been in it for so long. I know the thousands of props that are in it. Yeah. I know what I can do with how to make, like I could take your likeness and make an, a custom <laughs> character. cartoon character that yeah. would look just like you and dress you however you normally <laughs> dress or whatever you would want to be in. I can make you a superhero. I can make you a, a zombie, you know, whatever you want. And then the backdrops. The backdrops are really the scenes themselves that you're building are really the key because you got to know what the scenes are to know what you can do. Um, you've got to. What are some? What are some of the scenes? Like just as some examples out there. I'm sure there's a lot of them. Oh, like there's crazy stuff. <laughs> I mean, I can make. Um, I can make pirate ships. I can make superheroes flying on the moon. I can make, I mean, I grew up in the funeral business. So okay. it just kills me that there's like, there's funeral scenes and there's caskets. And I mean, it's like all this crazy stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of what I'm sure I've there's done. like normal office. Oh, yeah, of, there's uh, way normal. There's houses. tons of, of, yeah. of yes, your, your home, your office, hospitals, um, industrial workplace yeah restaurants schools i mean all that stuff but there's some that are just really kind of out there and kind of fun and crazy too so there's lots of different things that that you can do with it that is awesome could you describe the ideal person that works with you like what what kind of um client do you serve oh wow well for animation and for um e-learning it's somebody that has a developed script 
or book. I mean, I've animated whole books. Like um, a, when you animate a book, like what kind of book? Like a non-fiction, so, like a manual or something? Or I was hired to animate Noam Wasserman's book, A Founder's Dilemma. So Noam is uh, one of the leading MBA professors. I believe he teaches at Harvard. And I had been hired by a company to animate that book. And I mean, it, it, the book is about teaching an entrepreneur who's starting a business. Do you want to found your company solo or do you want to found it with partners? And if you go down each of those paths, what are the pros and the cons? What do you have to look out for so that you know, your business will withstand that startup phase as opposed to burn out like so many of them do. And I, you know, when I grew up, a big thing was the pick your own ending books. You'd read the chapter and at the end, okay, you know, go this way or go this way. So I designed that uh, course, that group of videos, like a pick your own ending book. And if you found you, if you were going to find found your company by yourself solo, you watch this set of videos. And if you were going to found your company with partners, you watch this set and then they ended back up that you were watching the same videos at the end. So that was a really fun project. That was actually one of the first animation, uh, big animation things that I did. That was a couple years ago. But, you know, here again, there's so many different things that you can do with it. But the perfect client is somebody that has a good script or at least has an idea kind of of what they want and just allows me to be creative and doesn't put too many barriers on me as far as, you know, just, and usually, you know, we'll do a test video. We'll do like one or two to start with to make sure that I understand what they want and that they agree with kind of the route that I'm going. And then once they're happy with that, I just, you know, kind of go at it. But I, I do need a fairly complete script from somebody if they don't have a complete script and they're really, I mean, I can give them ideas on what we could do, but if but you're not the expert in there. No, their- no, I'm, I'm not the expert. I mean, I've, I've got a group of things that I am an expert in, but you know, I'm not an expert in teaching somebody about sexual harassment. I'm not an expert about teaching somebody about um, nutrition or, the bank finance one was like, no, no way was I an expert in that. But, you know, if given the good materials, I can, I can produce awesome um, e-learning on just any, on any subject. But it's, it's the client's information that I'm using to make those awesome videos. So it's got to start with them. Absolutely. Well, Kim, Thank you so much for coming on the show. That's Kim yeah. Merritt at theurldoctor.com. That's T-H-E-U-R-L-D-R.com. Is there, any way, is there any way else people can get a hold of you? Um, you can uh, contact me. Uh, my email address is Kim Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R at theurldr.com. Um, and you can contact me through the site. There's plenty of places in the website that you can you know, fill out a form uh, and contact me. I'm more than happy to to talk to, uh, you know, anybody that's got some questions or wants some work done. So that's the best place to find me. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Kim, for coming on the show and opening up our, our eyes to this whole world of animation. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS, the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. Head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet. Thank you.